What's up everyone, Mega Man here. Before we jump into the episode 146 with my guest Edgar, the co-host of the Squad and Solo podcast, I want to give not one, not two, but three huge shout-outs. Shout-outs to Brian Designs from the land of Down Under in Australia. Uh he's been doing so much um he's been doing uh, he i have about maybe two or three more new podcast logos and uh ever since then it's been spreading like wildfires uh he did my boy fix the he did his uh logo for the vip podcast alpha robles the new latino podcast i like the his logo with his him and his lady and um also my boy sergio uh from dudes from la's podcast man that's a Sergio has a bomb ass freaking logo, uh, new logo page. I, I really, really like it. Um, everyone, follow my boy Brian Designs. And if you're a podcaster and you're looking for a new logo page, all you have to do is just DM, DM him and you know show him uh, how you want your podcast logo to be and he'll just come up with some ideas and 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 some designs and and he's very he's very very uh very detailed so just just explain to yourself to him and and he'll just take care of the rest man and uh i have two new podcast uh logo uh pictures coming up i can't wait um it i like it it's gonna be pretty badass so shout out to my boy brian designs from australia uh second uh antonio lopez jr man uh you've been giving me so much love on the mega man's podcast but also with buddha katura no father no problem um the new Latino podcast, Chicano Shuffle, Ask the Fellas, and all whole bunch of other uh, podcasts, man. So shout outs to you. Uh, thank you for supporting me and, and all the other uh, uh, Latino podcasts uh, you're, you, uh, you're listening to. And lastly, uh, my boy Edgar from Roscoe's, California. It's kind of right there by Bakersfield. Um, this guy's been, he's been just showing me love and everything. And uh there's nothing there, I can't really say anything because this guy's he's just he's all over the place you know it's you know just, you know blow me up on DMs my man hey Megan man that was a good podcast or just sharing your uh podcast on on his stories and stuff and and like I said like the all the other Latino podcasts uh he's just showing love you know this guy came out this guy came out of nowhere and I was like who's this guy and uh He's been showing nothing but love. So um, thank you for uh, listening to me and listening to the all the other uh, podcasts, you know, you enjoy listening to. Um, like I said, thank you so much for all those three uh, people I, I mentioned. And uh, I, I really, really appreciate it. Um, if everyone, if you have time, go to Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review the Mega Man's podcast. Um, I want to make the podcast really, really, really better for you to listen to. Just rate it, leave some stars, leave a comment and stuff like that. I just want to make it better for you to listen. And I want to climb up the uh, my podcast on the iTunes, uh, you know, rankings and stuff like that. And, you know, also if, if, if you have time a little bit more, uh, you know, just rate and review all the other, uh, podcasts out there and stuff like that. Um, you know, we're just trying to do whatever we can to make a good episode so you can go through your day. And if you're commuting, you're working, you're doing overnights, uh, you're driving, you're, you're working out, 
um, you're, you're cleaning house or anything, just we just want you to, you know, to just enjoy your day and stuff like that. Um, I know the quarantine of the Corona is almost done and, and we're going to get back to normal. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. Uh, I miss all you guys, you know, um, I know, um, it's, I, it's just something where, you know, it's, 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 it's very different. Um, we just got to make the best of it. And, um, you know, a lot of podcasters like me or a lot of people are, our numbers been going down. So we know why and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'm not even worrying about it as long as I'm making a good episode to get through your day. You know, if, you know, there's times where a lot of the people are, are not working or maybe they're, they only listen to podcasts when they're commuting or this, it's all good. As long as, you you're enjoying what we put on of you know what you what we put on for you and you enjoying hearing us that that's all I care about and um you know I just like I said I hope everyone's doing safe and uh we're gonna get back to normal and uh (laughs) once these food places breweries and bars open it's gonna be a big old party and uh you know like I said and um once we get back to normal, I'm going to party with each and every one of you. If it comes to my friends, uh, brewery people, uh, craft beer people, podcast listeners, man, Mega Man's going to be there. And um, also, if you have time, uh, go to Indie Brewery in East LA. Uh, shout outs to my boy, uh, Edgar, uh, Beer Thug Life. He did a collaboration with Indie Brewery and... Uh, his his uh, single the mile beer is like freaking really really it's fire it's bomb to all the craft beer lovers who are going to hear this episode make time out of your way to go to indie brewery and pick up his four pack of his new single the mile beer he did a collab with indie brewery and also uh his vanilla chocolate uh uh stout for life get that before it sells out because once it sells out that's it. It's gone. So, you know, Mega Man has about uh, like six bottles of the Four Live, but I bought like about four, four packs of it, of his single the mile beer and stuff like that. Super, you better get it because once it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> and also, uh, <clears throat> this episode is probably going to be out uh, probably uh, later today on Sunday. Um, Tuesday on Single the Mile, I think from seven to eight. I will be doing a live podcast uh, with my girl, Tanya Estrada. That's my mama. That's my girl. That Tanya Estrada is my first celebrity guest I ever had on the Mega Man's podcast. Um, I will be doing a podcast with her called uh, Talking Crap with Tanya Estrada. And we're just going to we're going to talk. We're going to play games, drinking games, truth and dare. Um sh- She's going to interview me, ask me some questions. So um, if you have time, you're not doing anything on Tuesday night, seeing the mile, um, have your beers ready, have your salsa, have your burritos, all that stuff, because Mega Man's going to get fucked up. The only thing I worry about is truth or dare, because you know how Mega Man is very open. I'm, I'm very blunt, so I'm just going to keep it real. I'm going to speak the truth. I hope uh, if it's truth or dare, I hope I don't get, hope I don't run naked outside <laughs> as a dare. <laughs> I'm kind of a little worried about that. 
but it's all good. So check that out on Tuesday with Tanya Strada. Mega Man will be on it on Single the Mile. Um, other than that, I hope everyone's um, had a good weekend, and also I hope everyone has an enjoyable weekday because I know a lot of us are going to be pretty much sleeping or waking up at 2 or 3 p.m. in the morning, 3 p.m. and shit like that, or... And but we're gonna be staying up late night at one or three o'clock in the morning, you know, and all that stuff. It's all good, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, like I said, hope everyone's doing well. Stay safe out there, and um, I love you guys. Now, um, I hope you enjoy this episode. I um, I hope I enjoyed this episode I done with my guest uh, Edgar, the co-host of the Squad and Solo podcast. And please uh, subscribe to. The Squad and Solo podcast. I really enjoyed uh, that podcast. It's very, very underrated uh, podcast. And um, give it a listen. All right. I love you guys. Be safe. Now, let's start the show. I hope you enjoy this episode. Later, guys. My boy, Edgar, but we all know him as Whoopi. He's the co-host of the Squad and Solo podcast. He does it with his good friends, Barney and Twiggy, man. Sorry for the technical t- technical difficulties, uh, Edgar, but what's up, brother? How's it going, man? And that's all good. That's part of the process. Hey, but it, it's something that we didn't know. There's some, there's, there's some stuff that we got to play around with it because, like, you know, from this coronavirus has happened, everyone's all doing Anchor on phone or on Zoom. No, exactly. Everyone's doing their podcasts. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. I'm seeing so many Zoom podcasts right now on YouTube oh, yeah. where it's just like a four-way screen or a three-way screen. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the good thing is we have the technology to be able to still interact, you know? Yeah. Is it from this coronavirus is happening, now we're doing the podcast. Uh, you, it's almost like you're updating your stuff because if this is going to be going on, it's like, well, fuck, like you say, like we might as well just do it on Zoom or on Anchor and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's actually uh, something we were talking about because we, we took a hiatus uh, from Squad and Solos because it was just not, you know, we wanted to be responsible. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't responsible to, you know, because, uh, you know, me and Twiggy are roommates, but it wasn't responsible to have, always have Barney coming down here. And then, you know, on the, you know, it just puts him more at risk and puts us more at risk just congregating in, in bigger groups. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah, we started looking into the Zoom. So we're, we're looking, we're actually looking into that right now. Yeah, man. Seeing if we want to do something. Yeah, man, I was like, when this shit happened, man, I, I was kind of thinking like, man, I think it's going to take a hiatus with a lot of people's podcasts. And it's going to be like, man, I can't get a guest here or this. But, you know, what you were talking about with like, you don't want to uh, get uh, Barney, you know, he's taking a chance driving back and forth and you never know. So, I mean, I get it, you know, so we just have. And it's both, like, yeah, update. I think it's both ways, too. Uh-huh. I think at the end of the day, it's just minimizing. The reality is the moment, you know, if you decide to buy McDonald's or whatever. The moment you do anything outside, go to the grocery store, you you have the possibility of getting it, you know? Yeah. But it's, you're not going to not go to the grocery store, obviously. It's just trying to minimize the opportunity for it. The other day, I could be really, really safe, and somebody that's not safe may not get it, and I can still get it. It's just the chance. You're just trying to minimize the chances, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I work at a grocery store, and uh, it sucks because you have to wear your mask, you have to wear gloves, and it's hard for me to uh, stock when I have the gloves on because and everything. Oh, yeah. I have to do what I have to do. It's mandatory. But with the, with the wearing the mask and stuff, it's a bitch because you're like, it's like, oh, my God, I forgot to brush my teeth. God, shit, got shit bread. Got to smell my own yeah. bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, so how's the, so how, how are you guys holding up from this coronavirus? 
you know, man, I'm a, I'm a dude that goes kind of crazy just being in the house all day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 honestly, it's been kind of tough. You know, just uh, I, I always I always say I don't like to just be idle. It could be constructive or destructive. It doesn't matter. But I can't just be sitting at home. And it's been it's been a, it's been something to actually just be home all day and actually trying to normalize that. It's been it's been a challenge, but what I started thinking about it is I started thinking about it as a as a mental challenge. Ooh. Oh my, can, can I do this? Yeah. Because when I when I see when I went out to the beach last weekend, I'm like, all right, these people, you know, it's really eye opening. The people that either I don't want to just go how stupid people might be, but like I, I'm also taking the approach of like, man, these people really are scared to be alone with their own thoughts. Yeah, that is that's true. Like, uh, it's, yeah, like you're right. Like a mental thing where it's like. Well, what happens if this shit's gonna be going on forever? Like, it's like, can I hold up? Can I do this? It's like, and a lot. I heard a lot of people were saying, like, from this from this quarantine, that you know, like, a lot of uh, di- di- uh suicides went up, divorce rate, divorce rates are going up, uh, people finding themselves that they never knew who they were and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of things. Yeah, and the scary part about it is, it's only been like a month, two maybe, oh. like. Like, I think this started in March. So we're in a month. We're, we're in like 45 days, let's say. And let's be honest, the first 10 were kind of loose as far as what the restrictions were. Yes. Um, so you're looking at, a, you know, like I said, less than two months, a little bit over a month. And people already can't handle that. And I get it because I, um, you know, my own, I, you know, I've, I've spoken pretty openly about my mental health issues. And yes. being at home all day, to be frank, does not help that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm, I'm trying to, you know, think of ways. So I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I empathize with people that need to be outside and, and are having troubles. I really do empathize with it. But at the, I think at the end of the day, for me, it's I certainly don't see this lasting forever. That's me for sure. Uh, and I think the sooner everyone kind of, you know, is responsible, even and I'm, again, I'm not saying I'm beyond reproach. We said on the podcast, if you listen to a specific episode. The first week we were fucking up. Me specifically, like we 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 were being super loose with the situation, and then we kind of hit me like, "This is not a good, this is not a good look." Because we're just gonna we're gonna make this go on longer. And if everyone behaves, and everyone behaves, you we we not only flatten the curve, but we can you know start going back to real life. Yeah. But every but like I think the last two days where everyone was at Huntington and Newport Beach down here. I was seeing uh, oh. it was like the highest two day spike since this whole thing began because everyone just decided to go to the beach. I saw, to their credit, I heard about that. They were, it was on the yeah. it was on the news. There was like, oh, I guess in a way Huntington Beach is not doing the quarantine practice, and it was like a whole bunch of people, and it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm not even surprised it was Huntington Beach. If if you know about Huntington Beach, there's definitely some. Uh, there's some individuals that this, that that reside in in that city that definitely, I, 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 without saying too much, it, would, it, it wouldn't surprise me that you know, they wouldn't listen to to our orders. And but it's, you can't even just blame the cities themselves either. You know, when when Huntington Beach is packed, Newport Beach is packed. Not it's not just the locals; it's people that are going from inland. You know. Yeah, man. Um, it's shame on the cities for keeping the beaches open. That's what I think. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, everyone. Uh, I mean, I've been like you said. I was kind of messing around with it, like kind of like loosely, like just going out here. But now that when I work at a grocery store and this, I'm just going straight home, and I can't really take my kids out because my one of my sons, uh, he had his immune system is really like weak, and because he has yeah. asthma, so I'm not taking a chance for him to go out. Yeah, and that and that's one of the things is people always go. Um, 
you know, I'm healthy. Because that's the thing. I do think I'm, I don't know, because obviously the, the, the crazy thing about this whole virus is, you know, how much information they're finding and everything they learned. This virus is just, you know, it's crazy because at first it's like, all right, be above 60. And if you have pre-existing conditions or now if you just have pre-existing conditions and now if you're just elderly and now you're seeing some healthy people also get sick. So obviously we don't exactly know, you know, who's who's going to get sick. But for the most part, I feel like I'd be safe. I'm a young, healthy guy. I don't have pre-existing conditions. I, I, and, I'm, and I'm pretty healthy compared to, to, compared to, to most people. Mm-hmm. However... For me, it's like, besides the fact that, you know, you don't know, I, I could be thinking this with complete confidence and then I get sick, God forbid, right? But beyond that, for me, it's like, I just don't want to be asymptomatic and give it to somebody else. Yeah. That would really weigh on my conscience, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and again, like, I'm, I, I'm not saying, again, I want to reiterate, I want to keep reiterating this. I'm not saying that I've done things or I am beyond reproach. Like, I'm saying this, that I'm just trying to make the effort. There's people that make more of an effort than I do. You know what I'm saying? And I recognize that. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone needs to just try to just have some self-control and uh, and make an effort. So not only you don't get someone else sick, uh, but also we can just. But even if you don't care about that, when it's fine, you you don't have to care about what I care about. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. If it, but we can get out of this faster. The sooner that everyone's responsible and this, we can nip, we maybe won't nip it in the butt, but we're gonna make such progress that they'll slowly reopen things. And then slowly it won't be crazy to open this and that. And then they can figure out how to open up some restaurants and, and everything. It's going to be a process. It won't be overnight. But the process begins the sooner we, we take some control over our, ourselves and our and, uh, and what we're responsible for. Yeah. You know? Um, I was watching before I, uh, when I got when I got over here. I was listening to the Joe Rogan's podcast and he had Tim Pool on. And you love that guy, huh? I love that Temple. guy. He's the man. And uh, we're talking about a lot of things, like where California wants to close the wants to close everything up until fucking July. There's no fucking way. That's I. I think we're closer. I think the governor even said yesterday that we're we're closer in California to making the first steps of of reopening. Because again, it's 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 steps, right? Like first, this is reopen. Is going to be a system for whatever business to reopen in. You know, until we get to everything, I think the latest thing that we're open in California is going to be the events centers. I'd imagine like um, everywhere that like you can congregate in huge groups, like a concert hall, those will probably take the longest. But Governor said recently, when I don't know if I believe him, that he said uh, we're a couple of weeks away from actually starting to make some changes to the stay-at-home um, order. However, I think his point was, if we're doing shit like last weekend, it's gonna just we're gonna add on weeks, you know. Um, but I, I definitely do think there should be a conversation about when we're reopening because clearly this is this can't last forever because if it lasts forever, people are just not going to listen, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if July. To be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if it's two more months. I hope to God it's not, but I also hope to God it's not because it's safe. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Uh... I, I I I don't like. I think this conversation needs to be had, but most people are either like closes down forever. Or fuck it, reopen tomorrow. And I think there's more nuance in the conversation than that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I mean, if we keep this up, you know, we're we're gonna be in a total uh, collapse and everything. And I've been—I don't know if this is true or not—but I heard we're gonna get another stimulus check in a couple months. So I do know there's been. Um, I think the House recently passed another bill. I don't know how it went in the Senate, but I or maybe the Senate passed another bill. 
Anyways, I know that there's been some bills that they're making. I don't know how many of them are for us. You know how it is, man. They'll, they'll pass some bills, and mm-hmm. it'll be like, well, this is going to up testing, but we're also going to give, you know, $50 billion to, like, big corporations, yeah. you know? So I don't know. I know that there's some bills being passed. I don't know the logistics of them. Um, I obviously think if we are locked down, the longer we're locked down, the more we're going to unfortunately need um, some type of aid from, you know, the people in charge, so quote unquote. However, I obviously know that once you're not able to make an income and you're getting an income, there's obviously fears of socialism and communism. And that's obviously getting people really worked up right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a lot of people who got laid off and stuff like that, because I heard from, I don't know if people got their uh, their unemployment checks or not, but some already have. And they say, man, Mega Man, I make more money or I make more money staying home than than for my other when I was working. I was like, yeah, and it was stuff like that. And also, it's like, oh, by the way, I got my, I still have a leftover money for my income tax, and also I just got my stimulus check and all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, some people are doing well. <laughs> yeah. What I think is kind of crazy is like it's unfortunate because um, it's good that you know they, they gave us this big. In, like you know it's essentially if you're on unemployment it's 600 above the regular unemployment rate right and that's a week so so in, in a week for for 16 weeks so for four months so for four months if you're on full-time unemployment and you and you paid enough in to get the full 450 in california you're making a thousand and fifty dollars a week which uh, for some people is more than they were making prior but what's unfortunate is like what happens to a guy that's making Less like it, it's it's unfortunate because some people are are working full time, the, at the same job, and their coworker got laid off, and their coworker's not making more money than them. It's unfortunate, you know, mm-hmm. because you're looking at. So I've I've talked to a few people that are like, yeah, I didn't get fired. I'm either I'm an essential worker or just in my company, I was considered you know important enough to be that latter half that didn't get furloughed or laid off. But I'm making less money than than my my ex coworkers that did get laid off. That that is. That's unfortunate for sure. I don't think you should bellyache about it. You should be happy you have a job. When the, when this all gets normalized, you still have that job. But it, I I do think it's unfortunate. When um, because I'm still working, still work full time at, at my grocery store, and uh, and when I came back, I was working about sixty hours. Now everything's kind of dying down, where a lot of people are not really shopping no more because they don't want to shop at our store because of the quarantine, the corona. So now everyone's all uh, shopping online or Instacart where it's like, hey, hey, can you go shop for me and get my stuff and bring it back to the house? Because we're making more money doing that, and but where there's less customers. So there's some people who come in and say, hey, Stephen, do you have this, this? I can't find this. And those are the Instacart people. And uh, they just, you, you know, it's good business. I'm, thank God I still have a job still. But when I got my stimulus check, uh, Edgar, like last week, um, usually people get twelve hundred for for me because I have kids. I got seventeen hundred dollars. No lie, that check was gone in two days. That's crazy. I paid all my bills. I paid all my bills, my rent, my car note, my utilities, uh, my car insurance, grocery, my full tank of gas, and the only thing I had left over out of that seventeen hundred dollars was a hundred and six dollars. That's all I had. Yeah. That's that, and that's something that I was thinking about. Is I would I would think, you know, got th- like uh, frankly, thank God that they actually did something and that they're 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 putting money in unemployment. So in this crazy, you know, this unprecedented, obviously, oh, yeah. that they're actually supporting people that have to be furloughed and laid off. But there should be some type of a 
of a stimulus for people that are still in the workplace, you know? I, I'm not saying that'd be easy to do, but like if you're still working and, you know, hypothetically your coworker got laid off and he's making more money now on unemployment, like you should be getting something. Yeah, because it's to me, you know, to me, it's like when when people brag to me, I hate it when people, I hate, I, I don't know if you got this, but I've been getting a lot of ideas like, oh, Mega Man, like, hey, do you want anything? I got my stimulus check, like they're rubbing it in your face. And I'm thinking to my point, like, I always tell them, don't do that to me because you know why? Because you're buying stuff, but you're still spending over stupid stuff. But I'm the one working because I have to pay that shit off on my tax. All right, I lost you for one moment. Can you say that again? No, no, I was saying like um, people are beginning their stimulus checks and, and they're kind of like rubbing it in my face that well, I got money and everything. And they were like saying, you know, joking around. And to be honest, I don't really like that because I have to pay that shit back with my taxes, yeah. you know, because I'm still working. Yeah. Now. I think, um, yeah, I, I, I think, like I said, it, it's crazy because, yeah, you're right. Some people are doing so well. It's like, let me just go buy a fucking brand new 70-inch TV. And then some people that actually need it, it's like, well, it was used immediately. Which is why I'm saying that there should be something for people to still work in. Like, even if it's not a lot, even if it's not 600 a week, what if the working people got an extra 200 a week, you know? What could you do with yeah, an yeah. extra $800 a month, you know? Especially in these times. And also, uh, I had some friends who were telling me, have you got your deposit? And I told them I took everything out and I had to go to my tax services. Why? Because I don't need this. Because what's going to happen is when you do the tax next year, you know, it's going to you're going to get fucked. And it's like, I don't want this shit. Take it back. I don't want it. So there's a lot of people who don't want the money because they have to get you're going to get taxed pretty much like later, but pretty much bad. Because if we get another stimulus check, which it will it's, it's going to really mess up when, when we do our income tax but, next year. Uh, yes. So there's a little bit of misinformation about that because that's what I was under the impression of. I did a little, I did a little bit yeah. of reading and I think I, I kind of forgot. I, 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 I forgot the complete details of it, but I wouldn't be too concerned about that because it's, it's, it's one of two things. It's definitely not. Um, it, some people think that it counts as your check. Like if you were going to get 1500 back, now you're only going to get three hundred dollars back because you took two twelve hundred in advance. That's not how that works. That's not yeah. that's inaccurate. Okay. Oh. Yeah. This essentially there it, it there is a tax code, but it basically um, I wouldn't I would not worry about paying this back because either they did something so it's not going to matter, so it just count it doesn't count as your income in that sense, or it will count as income, but it's just going to be twelve hundred added to whatever you made in the year. And to be frank, you know, there's tax brackets. So you're not going to be in the next tax bracket unless you're on the border with a, with $1,000. There's Like I said, there's a, there was some confusion because obviously none of us, you know, do taxes for a living. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't be too concerned about that. I, I was part of that. I, I, I read some things and I believe the same thing that you were being told. But I had a little bit more research and it doesn't quite work that way. I forgot the logistics, but it's enough to not be concerned about it. Because yeah, you're, it's not it's not an advance. It's 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 not a yeah. true advance on whatever your tax return would be, if that makes sense. Which is what I thought it was. Yeah. But, like I said, I did some research and thank God I was wrong. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So I mean, with all this stuff, everything, um, how does everything look now down the road? I mean, once this uh, quarantine's done, we get back to normal. You know, because I've been hearing things like, you know, I don't like hearing a lot of I like to hear facts, not rumors. But 
they were telling me that in the news and this that there's a second wave coming of this corona thing, but it's a new it's a new uh virus now in China. So from what I, I again, I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not, I am no medical expert, and I do think people should be listening to the medical experts instead of like. I think I posted it on my Instagram. I was on like. I find it hilarious. Yeah. People are posting their favorite political pundits as like the corona is not real, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck what Candace Owens says. She's not a doctor. She's not a scientist. Um, like I don't, and that goes for anyone, right? But and but uh, so in that, I don't know. I'm not a doctor or scientist, but what I think I understand from what I'm being told. Um, is uh, like the flu always mutates. The reason you get the flu shot, well, I don't ever get the flu shot, but the reason people get the flu shot is because like they they try to guess what strain of the flu is going to be the one that spreads, and then you get a dead version of it. You build antibodies, and then you're kind of good. That's theoretically what that is, right? So I don't know if yeah. the second wave is still COVID nineteen or because cor- like cor- COVID nineteen and SARS are just types of coronavirus. Um, we're doing SARS kind of went away. COVID-19 right now is what we're dealing with. And I don't know if it's going to be a different coronavirus or a different form of COVID-19. Again, I don't, I'm no scientist. I, I am no doctor. I'm only able to regurgitate the information that I take in. Yeah. And what I've heard about the second wave is the possibility that the craziest thing about this virus and why they're being so cautious about it, I'd imagine, it's just because it's so unpredictable. The fact that you can, it could almost kill you and you could be a young person as well. Or you could just be like an old person to be asymptomatic. Like these people don't know, you know? Um and then you, you're asymptomatic, all of a sudden we go and kick it and I get you sick or whatever. Um, so I think the second wave is something that they're saying is a possibility that happened in the Spanish flu, from what I understand. Um, oh, yeah. And that was the deadly one. And it's definitely, I think the coronavirus, I think COVID-19 does better when it's cold than when it's hot. So obviously when wintertime comes, it might be a whole thing. But I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know the logistics. Like I said, that's the whole reason I said I don't, I'm not a scientist, but... I would hope, yeah. I would just hope, hope, hope that you can do so much to just lower the number now that when the second wave's to mm-hmm. come, it's just, you know, there's not too many people that are able to spread it. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, I truly don't know. It's a, it's a terrifying possibility. It's more because, like, because uh, uh, we'll talk about a little bit about the corona, then we'll jump to another uh, topic. But uh, they found new strains in, uh, in Europe and India and stuff like that. So that's that's one of the reasons why... Uh, we say like a second wave and stuff, but it it it, ha- it can be from a different type of uh, the corona, but it, it maybe affects certain types of people, or maybe it will kill them less or more. But with the Europeans, they they took a big hit, so you know it just really kind of depends, you know. But um, you know, I hope in a way we're gonna get through this. We're gonna get the economy back in order. We're gonna be back to normal, but. I think it's to to us is going to be a huge adjustment in everything yeah. of what we do and get ready for the winter and stuff like that. And, and, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, like, Hey, can't wait for the summer. So why? Because uh, this, this thing can't, can't hang with the heat, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So I think in a way we'll be, we'll be okay. I mean, I know the governor is a little bit too cautious, but in a way you got, elect, you got elections coming up. So maybe that's why. Well, I don't think, um, yeah, I, like clearly we're not as bad as New York. You know, New York is they're being cautious for a reason because they're very, you know, they live on top of each other. So they're, 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 they're having mm-hmm. to really take mm-hmm. control. Obviously, we're nowhere near as bad. But um, I know some people have been criticizing the governor, our governor, um, specifically the one that I've heard like in the MMA community has been a shop. Um, I think I disagree with 
finish up in his takes because uh, pretty much, I, I, again, I don't know the right answer. Let me make that clear, right? But I think we saw yes. yesterday what happens when we open everything up. <laughs> just the beaches were opened up and we had like the biggest two-day spike, you know? I do think we, we have to figure out when to reopen the, the state. Let's just go there. But that is a real conversation. Um, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to talk about that. I don't think we're being too cautious at the moment because, like I said, at the moment, we were being pretty cautious and people are still being idiotic, you know? Um, I think we, I do think they need to communicate what the plan is. I think that makes sense. I, um, but that's just me, I guess. <laughs> I hope, I hope I, to be honest, I hope things don't get worse when May 1st hits and all these idiot people be like, okay, we're going to go out now, you know, like whatever. Yeah, I was telling my roommate, I'm like, I trust, I'm trusting the, how do I say this? We have to make our own decisions as well, clearly, right? Um, there's definitely yes. people that are not following this shit and making the decision to go be, in my opinion, idiots and spread this shit by going to the beach and going to protest in, in downtown HB and all that shit. And there's going to be people that when this is finally open are going to be quarantining themselves for a few more months. And that's their decision too. And maybe that's extreme as well. But, uh, uh sorry, man, I lost my train of thought a little bit there. Um, but so getting back but to at normal, some point, yeah, know, we're, we're going to have to try to get back to normal. And it's really just figuring out what the right steps are for that. And people should really talk about what the steps are. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be at least till June. I don't know if it's going to go to July. And uh, there needs to be steps in place. Because uh, as of right now, if you were to open everything up at once, we're going to be in a bad place, you know? But but oh, if you yeah. start going, all right, right now we have takeout, the beaches are closed and whatever, that's where we're at right now. You go, okay, we can, I'm not saying this is the move by any means, but just for a fucking random example off the top of my head, they're going to say, all right, we're going to open in for dining, but, you know, a, a restaurant that has X amount of square feet can only serve, you know, uh, 50 people total sitting down and you have to be sitting 12 feet apart. Like, you know, there, there's going to, like, if you start finding ways to do things like that, I think that's the right move. If we just are saying fuck it, everything's open at once, I think that's a little bit sketchy, you know? Um yeah. like uh I know Georgia is open up right now and that's uh you know, I know different parts in the middle of America that people live farther apart are gonna be able to open up sooner. And that makes sense, man. If you if you have acres between you and the next guy, you're probably gonna be all right, you know, if 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 it's not spreading. In New York, they're gonna be last to open up because they live on top of each other. You know, it's literally like it's fucking buildings of fucking ten stories. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be different every place. We just got to follow data. That's the thing. People, everyone on, online thinks that they're understanding data. And it's like a lot of people are mis uh, are misreading data and it, posting about it irresponsibly, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that's we just got to learn from all this and stuff and with the experience. And, you know, they're saying that, you know, they're making a vaccine, but that won't be until next year and all this stuff. I, look, man, I just want to get back to normal, man. I, I mean, I miss fucking girls, man. You know? <laughs> man, I miss, yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. I remember when this shit first started. You could tell people weren't listening because you'd just be getting texts and you could tell people, you know, need to get out, if you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, man. I miss, it's like all I'm just doing is fucking jacking off. I'm looking at the same porn. I was like, this is boring to me. <laughs> I want you to know? stir crazy, I can't, man. I, I can't do this no more. So, with all that stuff, you know, now we're going to get to the next topic, you know. I know with sports, it's kind of canceled, but 
you know, I'm kind of looking forward for the UFC to because I think in eight days they're putting out three events. That's what I heard. I heard it was going to be like the the one on the ninth next Saturday, then the thirteenth on a Wednesday, then they're going to hit come back on the following Saturday, right? Yeah. Gotta, it, it's funny because like there, I saw um, two MMA dudes. The MMA media is obviously like they're they have a bunch of different takes. And uh, yeah. Luke Thomas and Brennan Schaub, they're friends. Like Luke Thomas even works for Brennan Schaub on uh, Showtime. Uh, he does a show for him, I should yes. say. Luke Thomas is probably yeah, one yeah. of my favorite MMA commentators. Um, maybe not, maybe they were a uh, journalist, I should say, not commentator. And uh, to be honest, Ben and Shab is one of my least favorite, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I think he's a cool guy, I think he's got a great heart, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I think for just sometimes, maybe not, maybe he's not even my least favorite. I think sometimes in this, and I'll tell you this much as far as. The way he's whining about the coronavirus, I don't like that right now. I think he's being a real bitch about the coronavirus, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> because it, his whole thing is, woe is me. I'm so fucking bothered. Fuck everyone else. I'm healthy, so fuck everyone. And I, that, that attitude, like, you're completely allowed to have it. Because I know once I say any opinion, people are going to say, well, you know, that's his opinion. I'm like, yeah, he could share whatever opinion he wants. This is my opinion on him. Uh, I, I think it gets just so whiny. And people get whiny about shit. It just turns me off. To be honest with me, to be honest with you, he when I heard when I heard Shab on the Below the Belt and Fighting the Kid, he was saying something about like, man, you know what I learned from this coronavirus? People's true colors. Mm-hmm. And where he talked about, I was like thinking, like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, well, I can't have that person on my foxhole because you know people get kind of weirded out or people when he, when people rash it, they turn different mm-hmm. and they, they, he can never see them again. And that's what I was going through. A lot of my friends, who I thought were my friends were from this shit happened, I don't, I don't talk to them or I don't affiliate with them no more because I saw for who they are, and I was like, "Ooh, you can't, you can't, I can't be around you anymore." So I, can't, I, I don't see them, I don't see them the same anymore. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, that I, I haven't, I, to be honest, I haven't really heard him say those things. I, I'm strictly commentating on, um, you know. Him calling the governor a pussy because he wants to keep people safe. God forbid we actually have a politician that cares, a politician that cares about the people. Oh, yeah. You know, I know our. Fucking, oh yeah. I know our fucking president. Seen, uh, you can argue definitely doesn't, but God forbid you you have governors that are like, no, let's fucking take care of the people that live under my jurisdiction. Like, because I'd rather have that, even if it's over. I would rather have that attitude, whether it's overtly safe and maybe it's too safe, than like the mayor of fucking Las Vegas that was talking about reopening the strip and the casinos, and when she was asked about it. Um, she was saying she was not going to lay any regulation down that was up to the casinos to do, and that it wasn't her responsibility because she doesn't run casinos to keep to keep people safe. And when when pressed about it, she still said, "I trust them." So she was asked to continue. That she was asked, like, uh, "Are you are you going to be there first day? If you're if you're calling for them to reopen, are you going to be there day one?" And she said, "No, I'm, I'm a wife. I got to make dinner. Like, I don't fuck with that. That's that's clearly bullshit. She does not care about anyone that's going to be around there. So I much prefer." You know, to live, to to live, uh, to have the governor we have that actually gives a fuck about people's safety, even if I don't completely agree with it, because you know things can get can definitely be overtly too safe. Oh, and it's better to have oh, that yeah. than just go fucking die. You know. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like to be honest, like I I had to get I had to get a haircut, but I I put my I put me and my kids at risk of getting a haircut. But is it worth it? Is it worth getting a That's haircut? The thing. Like, I remember I was reading somebody, uh, and after this, we'll get back to the, I, we went our way off topic because I was talking shit on shopping, get back to the UFC. But, uh, <laughs> but I was seeing somebody, some chick posted, like, 
uh, like, oh, for all you guys that are, because some people, are, some dudes are shaving their heads. Um, she's like, for all you dudes that are shaving your heads, like, like that's not the move right now. And I'm like, I'm like, you crusty bitch. What do you mean it's not the move? You think they're worried about you if they're actually, if they're fall, if they're shaving their heads because they're not gonna go get a haircut, they're clearly not concerned about going outside and looking good for your fucking crusty ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that Hell was yeah. just such, that was such a silly take. I was like, you fat bitch. I. I know, man. I, I mean, why, why are they tripping on us getting haircuts? What about them? They got to get their nails done, their hair done, their, their shave, their coochie, their wax shit done? Come on. It was just funny. It was like, if the dude's shaving his head, he's being responsible. He's not going out there and exactly. getting like, and he, he, you like, just that whole statement was like, you really think someone's concerned about your opinion on their haircut? He, he's not getting one. He's shaving his head to be safe, you know? Clearly, if that's the case, he's not going to try to get at you right now. Oh my um, god, man! I am lucky some, though. I have not had to shave my head yet. I'll say that much. So I'm, I haven't gone crazy there. Oh, how's Twiggy? He, he needs to shave his head pretty soon. <laughs> oh man, you mean you mean his girlfriend told him? Nah, I don't think that's even a thing. I think I, I don't. I I I, 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 I fuck with him, but that's I don't think he's he's with whatsoever. Um, all right, all right. Well, hopefully, when the UFC comes, man. I mean, Justin Gaethje. Uh, Tony and Dana White said, "Hey man, whoever wins this fight gets a shot at Khabib." I'm stoked. The card is fucking stacked. It's, it's as stacked as dude. fuck. Is it the is it the headline pre prelims like Cowboy and Pettis? I yeah I know yeah 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 I, I they were they were supposed to add Amanda Nunez, but she's like, no, I can't fight. And they were like, why? Well, I don't have I don't have a camp because I can't. I'm not gonna just go in there and fight. Yeah. You know, I need a team. And you know, I, I, get I respect it, you. you. Know? I, I do think uh, people were upset at her. I mean, people were upset at her, but I do think people sometimes got to get out the way. Like, like guys, this isn't like I know it's be like, oh, you got to be a real fighter and just go in there regardless because you know, you know, Chelsea is willing to fucking go in there last minute or whatever. But no, these guys are these these men and women are risking their lives when they have to make weight. Exactly. They'll get punched in the head the next day. Like this is not. No offense to this is not golf. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a dangerous thing. First of all, for them to train, it's gonna be dangerous. And if they're choosing to not or, or, or to not and do it themselves, and they're they, they might go out there and because they feel the different weight just mentally, she might get her head, you know, her head ring. And that's not that's not safe. Like we 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 love it. We love when we see a highlight and it's a knockout and we go crazy. But for the person that got knocked out, that's taking like some time off their life, you know. Yeah, I want to see how it is when there's no crowd. It's oh, I, I, I did see that. Uh, the last UFC was a no crowd in Brazil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of you weird, know what's. Huh? Uh, I didn't think. I didn't think it was too bad. I think they did a pretty good job, just you know, recording really close to the action. I didn't. I didn't think it mattered yeah. too much. But to be honest, um, maybe it didn't matter to me because you know, you go to the bar, you go to a fight party, and you. Uh, and you watch the fight anyways. I can't even hear the commentators of the crowd. I'm hearing whoever I'm around anyway. So it wasn't that weird to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, with the with the UFC going on, and now fucking Dana Wright's going to have a, a beach island for fights and everything, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm kind of more stoked on that. Shit. Yeah, that, and that, that's what I was going to try to get at. So even though I was like, that's what I'm trying to get at with the whole Brennan Shop thing, is even though I've been kind of like not liking his attitude about it, hypocritically me when him and luke thomas were talking about the whole thing luke thomas is very like he's he's uh very critical of the ufc right now and um you know them doing everything and having people fight and brendan Schaub's obviously like fuck everything everyone's safe doesn't matter and when they spoke about it hypocritically i was kind of like i do understand brendan Schaub like being excited for this i'm excited for this i need a fucking break from being home 
and doing nothing. I like the, the normalcy of sport, like watching a sports. I don't really like sports. Watching a sport or a fight brings normalcy to your life. So I'm even though I think oh, Luke yeah. Thomas has some great points about things not being safe, I'm very excited for this. I'm extremely excited for this. You know, like I I can't tell you how elated I am that in the in next week and we can we can watch these fights, you know? I can't I can't fuck I can't fucking wait for the UFC, but also have you been watching that uh the last dance on ESPN? No, no, what's that? Oh my god. You gotta watch I don't it. have a, I don't have a cable, so I'm only able to watch whatever's on ESPN plus. Is it on ESPN plus? Oh yeah, that's what I'm doing too, but sometimes they have it on, sometimes they don't. Yep. I think you have to see if it's on. But if you if it if it doesn't come on ESPN, because I watch it at my friend's house, but it's gonna come on Netflix somewhere in June or July. Cause that's a act does that because that's actually uh front that's a next that's a Netflix documentary about the Bulls. Gotcha. Is it is this oh are you talking about the Jordan documentary? Okay, you know, yes. yeah, I've been trying to watch that, but it's not on ESPN plus. I've been um uh, I've been waiting for it to come on ESPN plus, but it's not. I might, I might just boot it or something. <laughs> just download the episode it, to watch it. it. It's, it's, yeah, it's really fucking good. It breaks everything down. Uh, how the dynasty, how it collapsed with Scottie Pippen, where he was underpaid. Uh, the story, what happened with Michael Jordan, where he, when he was a rookie, he goes into a whole. Oh, they're all partying, and he goes. And all the, the whole teams are doing fucking yeah. cocaine. He goes, nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to bed, right? Yeah, because he didn't want to be caught by he didn't want to be like if it was a sting operation or whatever. Like, no, nah, I'm good. I, I never know, you know if uh, those stories are true, to be honest with you. Like, you know, the yeah, flu game, like, like, you know, you Michael's know. just fucking hung over during the flu game and shit. <laughs> or like, uh, or like if Dennis Rodman, he's like, I need a time off. And Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson gave them okay. And he was WWE? in uh, Las <laughs> Vegas, get, you know, gambling or partying. And it's okay, two days and come back. But he did it. Michael Jordan flew all the way to Las Vegas, and uh, he, he knocked at the door, and he was he was fucking Carmen Carmen Electra. She was freaked out because she was so uh, intimidated by Michael Jordan that she hid under the cupboards or this whatever. Michael Jordan coming to come and open the door and say, "Hey man, you got to go back. We need you." <laughs> Good for him, man. That's crazy. Yeah, because he in for the playoffs because he's good, but he just needs some time off because you know he. He, Dennis is Dennis. He's gonna do whatever. Yeah, I, he wants. I, I just saw a thing on Bleacher Report that he said um, that that fool was uh, supposed to be at practice for like the finals or for the playoffs. He skipped it and he was like on. He was like with Hulk Hogan on TV or some shit. And I was like, that motherfucker yeah. did not give a fuck. He does, you know, and all that. But it's a good. That's cool. Good and then Mike was like, "Get, you get your ass to practice." He showed up. He was like, "Get your ass to exactly. practice." Oh man, exactly. Hey, so um, I know with all the sports, so hopefully I'm gonna finish all that. Uh, UFC is coming up and everything. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about the podcast, man. Like ever since um, I've been hearing your podcast, every time you put one out, every Monday, yeah. Tuesday, it, it, it's good. You guys came a long way, and um, I was doing this thing where my friend asked the fellow shouts to them. They did an old picture of what Latino podcast you're listening to. And I remember I DM you and told you, hey, man, I'm going to upgrade it, but I'm going to add you on. And, um, you know, I, I've been getting, like, a lot of love. Like, man, Mega Man, like, who is this? Who are these podcasts? Like, well, these are the podcasts that I'm listening to, but they're, like, to your podcast, I don't care about how your numbers are in this, whatever, while you see on Instagram. You have, you have good 
episodes of, of what you, you, Twiggy, and, and Barney say on the podcast. And I, actually, yeah, thank you. It was funny because, like, uh, you know, we took the, the hiatus, you know, to be safe with this whole COVID-19 thing. And um, it was funny. Just the first weeks we were on lockdown, we still did two episodes. Again, a good example of us not being responsible and accepting and, like, being, and admitting that. And the numbers were down. You could tell people listen to us at work or on the way to work. So when people were going to work and shit, you can tell oh, the yeah. numbers kind of went down. But I checked yesterday and it was like, um, you know, we have low numbers. We don't have in the thousands. It's like a hundred or some shit like that, you know? And I looked and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we actually hit a hundred this week. And it was weird. It's like we haven't recorded, but just when people listening to old episodes and shit, we were back in the hundreds. And I was like, and I so, so first of all, thank you to you. I'm sure like putting me up, putting us on that, uh, on that post probably helped us a bit, you know? Um, yeah, but that, that was kind of cool to see people now needing to listen again, you know, which got me thinking. Obviously, a, tele, uh, a telecommuting, uh, some te- telecommuting, teleconferencing, some episodes for sure. Yeah, because the reason why, because um, there's a lot of good podcasts, and I remember when I had a, a when I was on Chicano Shuffle, Ramon, he's trying to get a lot of Latino Chicano podcasts together, so we're not alone and stuff like that. And, you know, and there's other podcasters be like, man, I want to do a podcast with Swan and Solo. I want to do a podcast with this or whatsoever. So I just want to keep the movement still going still where we we're like, yeah. Family, and I think that's know? one of the, that's one of the, I can't, I can't compliment you enough on the fact that you're always pushing that, you know, because literally some people that we follow or listen to, or even just engage with just on Instagram, it's just because you post them, we follow them. Or they are, and then they follow us back, or you know, you, you post to us, and they follow us, and we follow them back, and like just keeping that community strong. Not only is just uh, just a great thing to do, it, it's also just how you win. It's how you come forward. You know, everyone everyone shares their 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 fans and all that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah, because I always say this is like when when I listen to a lot of a podcast. Uh, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating because I remember when I DM'd you and say, "Hey, man, your podcast is not like this, whatever." So I don't know how you if you took it a hard and be like, "Man, guys, we got to be serious about it." But when you guys did and you guys were getting better and better and better, and each episode that you do, even though if it's from a guest or a family friend or whatever, just you guys, you three and stuff, it's really good to the point. It's like, man, just like this is one of my top five podcast i enjoy listening to you know and you know it's just something where it's like you know people always think like mega man who's this podcast like this is the squad and solo they're very very underrated it's just that you know you just i gotta do whatever i gotta do to shed light on your podcast because it's like that di- it's a diamond in the rough yeah we uh we we truly appreciate the the support uh, that's that's for sure yeah, no, I, I love what we do. Yeah. I love what we do as Clown Souls because at the end of the day, I think me, Twiggy, and Barney are just such different people. And uh, we're such good friends that we can go in and we can say shit that ain't cool. And then we can, like, we'll be, like, obviously not with COVID-19, but we can go to get dinner afterwards, you know? Like, like there's times oh, when yeah. you guys were heated. And I'm like, not really. We got beers afterwards. You know, we actually went to Yard House afterwards. We, got, we went in and out afterwards. Like, you know, nice. like, like it, again, not right now. That shit ain't even open. <laughs> But uh, um, but no, yeah, I think what we really try to do that people seem to like is besides just joking around and being friendly is we ju- we try to we try to not hinder each other's perspective, but always challenge it. You know what I'm saying? We, you, you can't get by and say yes. some bullshit because if you do, someone will call you on it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, that's that. <laughs> like I think always, that's like us apart. What was you know, that? Like you- 
I know, like you, like you always do the bar. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing. But also, I think what people don't realize about that is the reason that goes down that way is because Barney can handle it. And Barney sometimes, I think people don't realize it. we say things sometimes for the sake of conversation. Not not that we're love or lie, but we we challenge each other even if we agree with each other. You know, mm. or I'll take a stance, mm. or he'll take a stance that he don't believe in. Just so we can have content, because no one wants to listen to a podcast of people just jacking each other off and just agree with each other. At least I don't, you know. I remember when I was working at my old store in Orange County, and uh, I, man, I wish I knew what episode it was. But when this episode was very, very, it w- you guys went very deep on it, where you were like saying, "Hold up, let's let's get into this conversation." Where it was very deep talk for like maybe about 40 minutes of a deep conversation and I was like damn this fucking deep and I remember I, I DM'd you or whoever controls Squad and Soul Podcast uh, Instagram and I was like man this is a fucking good episode I'm trying to remember what episode that could have been but I, I honestly don't know yeah there's so many but it's like it was really good and I was like man dude because you, we all we know when you guys sometimes you guys fuck around or sometimes you get joking around but I always want to hear when you put the joking around, whatever, messing around shit on the side, and you really, really put your serious face on, and you get into a very deep talk, and that's where that intrigues me. It was like, wow, dude, this is really good. Like, good political or sometimes whatever, like, conversations or topics you guys talk about, you guys you guys hit it hard. And that's the thing. One of the things you mentioned is uh, we always try to have kind of – we were trying to find – the right middle ground, you know, because there's some episodes that are just all serious and there's some episodes that are just all play, you know, play, quote unquote. But we like to really like the end goal is to really put you through one of our regular conversations where we're going to joke around yes. and talk shit and, you know, and, and talk about the you know the bars and what happened that one night and all that shit. And we also just want to talk about the stuff we talk about. Like if you look at our group chats right now, that's still happening. And you know what's just happening? We're talking about COVID-19. We're talking about. The governor, like fucking Lord knows Trump, is always in the fucking news. Because that's how real conversations are. I think a lot of people, they don't just fuck around when they're with their friends, and they don't just be serious when they're with their friends. I think it's a bit of both, you know? When you, Whenever I go out and have like a really good dinner with somebody, like uh, it's always because the conversation was great, you know? And I think that's kind yeah. of what we try to, 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 to really... Too. it's just really just take you into one of our conversations yeah when uh you had uh barney's brother-in-law come and he was in the military and talking about where in the episode where what happens if a, if a woman joined the military how would how would she be treated yeah. you know uh, that, yeah that i episode. really like that episode and that's one of the that's that's actually a good example of what i like about my group of friends the people that actually end up being on the podcast is uh everyone has a very eclectic points of views you know everyone's a different person like if you're gonna look at oh, yeah. me i'm a lot I, I look i swing a lot more to the left and then like politically leslie swing, swings a lot more to the right politically you know just as we're just very different people he's obviously a a veteran he's a, he's obviously a, a, a veteran he was in the he did a whole tour in, in the marines and everything you know um actually talk combat and everything and what i love about that episode is really seeing his perspective and uh, the, the thing that made it special to me was seeing him say how he felt at the time 
and then seeing him look back on it with the benefit of hindsight, you know, as as more of a man. Because obviously, when you're 18 to 22, you have and you're in the Marines, you have a specific perspective. Then you grow up a little bit more, and uh, you know, just in general, now he's 30. Now he's looking back on it, and he has a slightly different one, and it's grown. It's it's interesting to see that, you know, because I think people really, I think um, what's never really done too well is people really hearing from the veterans, you know. Everyone always yeah. uses the veterans to get whatever they want to pass or whatever their point, whatever their point to be, but we don't ever actually hear from the veterans mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. I like I like it when uh, when I hear episodes and you get so pissed off, like fuck, I get, I can't do this shit, man. I get I get so fucking pissed off, like when it comes to political. Part of it, I'm, some of it is jokes. <laughs> some of it is. Jokes. <laughs> I wish no, I mean, no, I, I mean, it depends. I'm not sure what you're referring to, but you know, uh, like. Uh, my friends sometimes like don't not that it's jokes, but so my animation is honest. I'm not I'm not putting on a neck. Don't get don't I shouldn't say that. But yeah, I could be animated, but that's my personality too. You know what I'm saying? Like um the same way, you know, yeah. you can tell your like you can tell like you can't tell the stranger like hey man, you're being a bitch, but you can tell your friend that, you know? Um depending on your friend, like because you know, obviously people take things differently, but you know, sometimes when you're animated, you can be animated about around your friends and yell and then you gotta take it away. Um yeah, but no, some things, some things I'm not like. I don't know what you're referring to, but there's definitely sometimes where when I start ranting for three minutes straight, that that's that's real. That is how I feel. That that's oh, that's, that's what that's I'm talking about. Real. If I'm ranting for three minutes straight, going in on some shit, like the next day I hear about it, especially when everyone or a listener listens, and then like I'm going in and I'm talking shit on Trump or something, I will get DMs telling me that I'm fucking stupid and I'm wrong and whatever it might be. But I'm not gonna apologize. My thoughts are my thoughts. You know, everyone's everyone has their opinion. And everyone should be allowed yeah, to man. And yeah, and 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 like when when I when you say that, like I'm not gonna judge you. Like you and and Twiggy and Barney, you guys are like friends to me and stuff. But you be you, and I, I like I like that you have you you're being very honest and you have your own opinion. And that's what I love, and that's where it makes like a, like a good podcast with your friends to, to have a conversation. With. And like I said, that's what we're really trying, just trying to, to get out. And I think also what we try to do with whenever we have a guest is we try to figure out what the best situation is for them. You know what I'm saying? So what I always tell the guest is be open and honest, say what you want, yell if you want to yell, talk what you want to talk, like be completely natural. If you get heated, like one of my favorite episodes, we had these, uh, these two girls on and um, it was super political. It was two parts of the episode and, did great numbers for us actually um and uh it was my favorite because we, i was just even though I'm, i i told you i swing more to the left uh one of them specifically is really 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 left compared to me at least and i was really yes. just pushing on all the things that she was saying and, and fighting against it and it, I, that was one of my favorites because she was able to combat everything we were saying and it got temp like i heated but you know voices were raised and all that but everything was good afterwards you know uh um, Hope Barney didn't fuck no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Barney. Sorry. I like it when, uh, when Barney comes out, he just says this, this funny shit like, oh, I forgot my wallet and this or whatever, his girl problem. That, that's another thing. I don't think this podcast works without the people we have in it. Like, he's irreplaceable. And to me, Twiggy is irreplaceable as well for different reasons. Like, I, like Barney, we need him to be – like, we need him. He's out there. He gets conversations going. He always he's always gonna play devil's advocate and, and defend even if for stupid shit defend the paparazzi and we're gonna argue about that shit and he's gonna just completely be bare, you know and and just lay it all out there. Twiggy is gonna be someone that always brings us down to earth and kind of centers us a lot. 
he's going to be the one that actually <laughs> will speak the most eloquently about a topic and be able to really put everyone's ideas into a concise package and really be able to get us to move on from conversations. Because sometimes me and Barney might be going at it or me and somebody else. Like there's actually an episode with me and one of my friends were going at it. He was a guest on the podcast. We were really kind of like, it was, it was like a, like the tensest moment we had on the podcast. And so he came up in there. He just, you know, reiterated what I was saying. And he was so calm about it. It just kind of diffused the whole thing, you know, because he's so well-spoken and he really, uh, he's one of the brightest guys I've probably ever met. Dude, man, you guys, you guys make a good team. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons why, like, uh, I follow you and I, I don't know. I just like, there's a lot of good podcasts, but man, I, you guys, like I said, I'll say it one last time. You guys are very, your podcast is very, very underrated. I think I, I feel, uh, I just feel blessed. I think the two guys that I, that I'm with, I'm, you know, I always give them a hard time, but I think, I, I think I got lucky with such a great team. Cause I can't imagine doing it with two other different people. I couldn't, you know? And people tell me, Hey, Megan, man, how come you don't have a, how come you don't have a co-host? I always tell them, man, because I'm Mega Man's a zebra. I'm a maverick. I do. We don't I have want. a co-host because your gift is interviewing. You know what I'm saying? Your, uh, your, yeah. your skill and what you do best is getting people to talk about themselves really well. That's what I hear from whenever your podcast is like. Your biggest skill is getting people to really just be calm and open up to you, and that you can get things out of them that they might yeah. they've never said on their podcast. You know. I get I get kind of weirded out because in the beginning when I started my podcast, I was doing solo and I kind of pushed away. But when I do solo ones, I'm just talking about the Mega Man's life or what's, what I'm doing when I'm not doing podcasts. So I it's just like, and also I, I sometimes I think and wonder what would happen if I had a co-host? What would we talk about? Because like you guys, would you guys have, you guys can say whatever you want. But with me, I don't want to, I want to be structured, but not want to be that structured, but I want to have good topics to yeah, talk about. Yeah, you know? for sure. And it has, to, and you gotta have a good. Flow. I think so too, and it takes a while to to bring someone in. What I learned too is when we started, like we didn't even put out the first episode. We put out the second episode as episode one. The first episode was so bad, you know. And oh, wow. uh, what do you learn is you start learning like what the flow is, what you're good at. What I took, what I tried to take responsibility for is like, all right, like I like I gotta make sure that. We're able to hit a topic, get to the next topic, um, and talk about it. Um, can get, give topics enough, you know, value, enough time, you know, uh, of of uh, enough air airtime, I guess. And uh, yeah, at the beginning, it's hard. It's hard to get that out of people because I we also noticed when we first had guests, it, it, uh, you know, we thought this is easy, and then we just kind of winged it, and then oh, it wasn't easy until we gained the skills to be able to make someone feel comfortable to talk to us. You know, then it was fun. Mm. But at the beginning, you're definitely like, oh, but well, it's not easy to have a guest. You have to actually make them feel comfortable and all that. Mm -hmm. All right. So right now, uh, we're going to take a break right now. And when we get back, get right back, we're going to get a little bit more deep with Edgar. We're going to get to know him, where he grew up at and everything. And we're going to see what's the future for Squad and Solo's podcast uh, in the near future. We'll be right back. Yeah, no. We're back on right now. So uh, Edgar, uh Tell me, uh, where did you grow up at? I grew up, uh, I think we might have spoken about this last time, in Orange County. Uh, Midway City is what it's called. It's about, it's not many city block. It's 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 not part of Westminster, but it's associated with that city. Uh-huh. Basically, it's in between a Westminster, a Huntington Beach, and a Santa Ana, it's in that area. If you know where Little Saigon is, it, we're yes. right by there. 
Yeah, with all the hot Asian girls. <laughs> yeah, with all the hot Asian girls. I'm sure they're not out right now, though. No, 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 man. You know, back in the day, Mega Man used to be, like, so into Asian girls, man. You didn't mention that. You didn't mention Westminster is a good spot for that. Oh, yeah. The little, the little cafe place with the little mini skirts. Oh, Mega Man was there. I cannot. I've actually never been in one of those, to be honest with you. They look at you funny because you're Mexican. So, I mean. That, that is not why I haven't been. And no, I just, I barely got into coffee like a, a year or so ago. Maybe two yeah. years ago, actually. So, I wasn't going to go to a coffee shop. Yeah. How was your childhood life, you know, and everything? Where everything was all good, family and everything and stuff like that? I can give no complaints, man. I had a great family, great parents. Um, yeah, no. Great family life. I, I'm lucky to be born in a, in a Mexican household. So, I got that. I, I, I think that is one of the greatest blessings I've had in my life. Being able to grow up and see my dad work for 60 hours a week, you know, really, really gives you a different perspective. Because when and I'm growing up and I'm seeing my dad work 60 hours Monday through Friday, he was a garbage man. And then he'd go back for extra hours on Saturday. My mom's doing the same things. My mom's working all these different shifts herself at a warehouse, coming home and cooking and cleaning. You really gain perspective on, you know, what life is and what life can be. Like yeah. I, I can't tell you how great, how blessed I am for the family, the parents, and. Uh, it's the culture that I was that I was brought up in. Yeah, when I look at your Instagram, I like to look at Instagram, and you like you you love your mom and dad, and that's awesome, man. Yeah, I love my dad. Before I was actually kind of weird about posting family sometimes, it's just a paranoia of mine. But then I'm like, who the fuck am I to be so paranoid about shit? You know, <laughs> um, you know, for real, you know. And then yeah, and then I like posting them because I definitely know, like, you end up knowing, like, you know, make sure folks happy when you when you see that they be posting them and all that. So just yeah. trying to do that kind of shit for them for sure. So right after when you were in elementary, junior high, how did you meet those guys, the Twiggy and Barty? You know what? We just met. I think I met Twiggy probably like right before my freshman year of high school. We, I think we had a uh, we had to go to summer school um, before high school. That was fucking great. And I met him in one of those classes. And then Barney, um, I met. You know, we were we all we actually all joined the wrestling team. Barney's a year older. So then I, I think after my freshman year, so only almost exactly a year later, I met Barney. Oh, really? Yeah, and we were cool. Like, Twiggy and me maintained a good friendship throughout high school. Barney and me were friends, but we weren't, like, best friends. After high school, um, you know, is when we actually really became super close. hmm Yeah. I saw that picture with uh, Twiggy with his wrestling uniform on. Like, okay, guy. Oh, uh, did Barney... <laughs> Barney probably posted that on the uh, Spider Slow's account, huh? Oh, man, that was hilarious, dude. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen that picture in a while, but I know what you're talking about. Tweezing the singlet, right? I thought he was going to put ladies eat your heart out. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Barney on social media was probably the best decision I think I made for the podcast because he's just, you know, he's going to post some funny shit, you know? <laughs> hey, who's that other guy who, who controls it sometimes? Is that Barney's brother? Sometimes it's Barney, sometimes it's Julian, Twiggy. I, a couple of people have a password, to be frank with you. Oh, man. Sometimes people are like, oh, I was talking to so-and-so, and I'm like, you think you were talking to so-and-so. I don't know who you were speaking to, you know? Yeah. Even yeah, our because... cameraman jumps in sometimes. He, he yeah, sees because... something, he'll repost it. Yeah, because I when I DM'd uh, Squad and Solo, I DM'd you first and Barney and Twiggy. But when I DM Squad and Solo, I said, hey, man, I'm going to upgrade this uh, picture, and I'm going to put your podcast uh, logo on it. And- that person says, like, well, why? I was like, <laughs> okay. well, these ain't Where? the guys. Who said that? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I still have the message, but he's like, why? Oh, my God. I don't All know right. who. Okay. I don't I, know who that was, but that was not the right thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, why? Because, you know, because I don't know. So that's why 
I let you know first, you know, before anything, stuff like that, you know? Gotcha. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry, someone. I'm sorry about that. I don't know who that could have been. That, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Dude, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, I was going to tell you, uh, when when you started the Squad and Solo podcast, uh, you know, like, how was it when, it, how, did, how did that come out? I was like, hey, you, you guys want to do a podcast? Like, how did that turn out? I'm obsessed with the idea of uh, uh, creating things for one, right? I like creating things. And I also like creating a situation where other people can do something, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just in that thought, I was just thinking, and, uh, you know, I just really realized it wasn't even in relation to just my my two co-hosts. It was in relation to my group of friends, like the whole squad, like the 14 of us or whatever, right? Yeah. And I was like, we had some great conversations. Like, I really am, I listen and as objective as I'm able to be, I'm like, some of these conversations are great. What if I could just capture them? You know, I just had the idea. I threw it out there. And, you know, everyone's like, come down, blah, blah, blah. We actually had some people uh, sign up to be full-time members that ended up backing out right before our first episode. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And uh, just by luck, it ended up being the three of us. And, um, you know, these are the two guys that actually said, I'm in. I'll show up every week and I'm going to do this. And obviously we had our growing pains and everything, but it, like I said, it was a blessing that these are the two guys that I ended up working out with. But I just, like I said, I just really wanted to capture the, like, we, I don't even think we've done it yet. Well, when I know we've succeeded as far as uh, the quality of content is when I, and I just feel like, yep, you just heard us talk. Like we would be talking at, at the yard house table, you know, mm-hmm. in and out. Once I, when, once I feel like we're just capturing a conversation we're having while watching a fight, that's when I know we've really done what we wanted to do. Yeah. And I noticed that you guys were kind of almost at a hundred. I think, you know, it's funny. I appreciate that, but I don't think we're there yet. Uh, but that's only, uh, that's not saying we're not great. I do think the podcast is great. I just think we have so much, I think it's just going to get that much better. Oh yeah. Well, the reason why I say that for, because like you guys are going to go above and beyond. But it's always to take that monkey off your back, like, oh, finally, like, I've reached 100. And that's how I felt like, you know, when I reached 100, it's like it was a little pressure. But when you think about it, when you're so too busy, you're like, oh, my gosh, so I'm already at 103. I forgot I was at 100. Like, you just. Oh, you mean so- like listeners? No, no, no. 100, like 100, like you get to 100 episodes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. We definitely are. We actually, uh, before, before COVID-19, we had a plan. I think the 100th episode was around my birthday. Mm-hmm. So we were going to throw like a rager, called it, and, and the week before, called it 99 for the episode 99. Mm-hmm. We, we had a whole plan. We were going to celebrate episode 100 by throwing a big party, having people come out, probably rent at a warehouse or a bar somewhere and just have, just throw a rager, get a DJ out there and all that. We had some plans. We were going to, we were going to start, you know, obviously, honestly, we we're going to start dishing out the, the stuff um right around now or a couple weeks prior, but COVID-19 kind of stopped us there. Yeah, yeah, man. It was funny. My, my, one of my best friends, he just texted me. And he was like, hey, did you know that the 100th episode of the podcast is the weekend of your birthday? I was like, perfect. But obviously, you know, since we haven't done an episode now, that's not really the case. Oh, my God. If you invite me, I'll tell you one thing. Mega Man don't drink liquor, but I'll drink some craft beers. <laughs> no, you're, de- you're definitely invited. Whenever this no, man. happening. I tell you, like, maybe one day down the road, like, when because I got I got some new podcast equipment and I want to do a part two with all of you guys and I'll get the microphones and all that and if you feel more comfortable doing it in your house because you know we'll do it and we're gonna go I want to go go some to some deep talks you know like just joking around like the guys guys talk 
Yeah, no, for sure. I'm I'm ready and willing. I know. Uh, so, uh, I, I mean, we got. I know you're um, you're very limited on time right now, but I got a couple like three questions, and and we're gonna log off. I gotta know this, man. Like, I know with your podcast, you talk about these funny, crazy dating girl stories. Do you have any? We're not gonna mention any girls. We either, we don't want to throw some girls under the bus. But do you have any crazy stories for me? The the first story that really comes to mind is I think we might have talked about it on air the last time we were together, but honestly, too many. It's hard to really break it down, right? I mean, that's kind of how the episodes of the podcast go. You just kind of hear our bullshit. Yeah. Every week. I'm trying to think of anyone that stands out, but I mean you've heard the podcast. This is an every week thing. Or it was. Not fucking with the not with the COVID-19. Um, you have to probably be specific. I mean, I think I talked about the last the last time we were together, I think I talked about um for the listeners that weren't there, I talked about going back to being a kid in high school and, you know, had somebody tied up and, you know, you're 16 years old in high school. All of a- how, how, uh, no, I meant to say, like, maybe, like, any dating disasters or any sex stories that went wrong. That We did do that, we did do that last time, right? Uh, 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 sex stories, uh, yeah, but not dating disasters. Dating disasters. What, what's a dating disaster? Like what fucking Barney did, where he fucking forgot his wallet and the girl had to fucking pay. That has never happened to me. I can say that much. I'm paranoid. I'm one of those guys that when he gets up from a table, he checks for three items. His phone, his wallet, and his keys. Dating disaster. Oh, I'll tell you one easy dating disaster. It was it was good. The date was going fine. We're having some drinks or you know, eating some appetizers or whatever. All of a sudden, her homegirl comes by. And she's like, oh, my God. Let's just say the name is Sarah. Sarah. And she like she's like oh shit, and she walks on over, and of course Sarah is someone that I used to be, uh, you know, someone that I used to fuck around with, and of course she hates me. And that date was over soon after that. She was on like wow. Edgar, and I was like oh fuck. And she saw it on my face. She's like, wait, how do you guys know each other? And what had happened was she had said so many negative things about me already that she knew it was me. So once she was like, this is Edgar, the guy that did X, Y, and Z. So I, it, it ended up I got left at the table at that moment. Like it was basically over from there. They left. That was they both that left? was probably well. She the the homegirl hated me already. So when the girl I was on the date with found out, uh, called her over. She she's heard about me already, just not in the name Edgar or whatever. So yes. she was like, "This is the guy that did that shit to me that one time." I said this to me, and then when uh, you know she was just bitter. I didn't want to date her. I, you know, we, 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 had a physical thing going on. We didn't, we weren't dating, dating, but she wanted something more serious. I didn't, I told her, sorry, that's not what I was looking for. She took it very badly. I'm sure she said a bunch of horrible things about me to her friends. So when she said, this is that one guy that, you know, did X, Y, and Z, she was like, you're the dirtbag that did whatever. She didn't use the word dirtbag, but, oh. <laughs> you know, she, she wasn't nice about it to say the fucking least. She was pretty pissed in there. And then I was like, that's not how it happened. And she was just like. It didn't get awkward. She, her, the girl was with immediately fucking was disgusted by me, just pissed off. And she's like, well, I'm fucking out of here. And they both left. And then I was stuck there. And I was like, well, I guess, I'm, I, guess I asked the waiter for the bill. That was pretty embarrassing because, like, the waiter was there. Uh, it wasn't like it wasn't like it was the quietest of places, but the waiter was, like, walking by as it all went down. My, uh, <laughs> dude, that's what I know. That's, I know. My, uh, my disaster date happened when uh, I met, when I was on uh, POF where people don't know plenty of fish uh, I kind of fucked up I, I, I didn't know a, I planned two dates out in one day at the same bar oh, and, uh. and I was a little buzz so I met the girl this happened around like 
it was on a Saturday at like 9 p.m. It was a little overcrowded. I told the other girl, I mean, because just, you know, the reason why I, I'll, I'll go back because if, just in case that this one doesn't work out, I always have a plan B. Because I was Mega Man's a little sucio back in the day, <laughs> you know. But hey, hey, but I'm a free agent. But I am not. I, I'm a. I'm a. Reti- I'm not a retired hoe yet. You're not a retired hoe yet. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so what happened? So, Did uh, they meet each other, or what happened? No, no. So what happened? Me and I, I was on my first date with Plan A. You know, things were looking good and everything's like, okay, maybe I, I like this girl, whatever. And I should have texted her and said, hey, man, things are not working out. Uh, can we reschedule? But I forgot to do that. So she was buying me drinks and everything and stuff like that. And we were just having a good time dancing. And we're making out. This is where, no fucking lie, I was kissing my date. And all of a sudden, I turned around. I was kissing her. She saw what she saw me and the girl kissing she got pissed off she got a beer glass and i think she was trying to purposely throw the beer glass at my face but it hit the my dick in the back of her head and it cracked her head that's open. a saw right there man yeah and, and she kind of like what the fuck it hit her head and she kind of fell down and i was like what the fuck and uh the the beer glass it it shattered it really fucked her up i was like and i got some glass in my uh my cheek it was a bleeding it was like what the fuck? I was like, oh, I fucked. I got caught. I got caught. And uh, she was like, oh, fuck you. I hate you. I was like, what happened? You know, because she came way too early. I told her to come at 11, but she came in like a fucking nine, nine o'clock. And, uh, you know, I got my taste of my own medicine. And I was like, fuck, I would never do that again, man. And I felt bad because by date, she had to go home. She went to the hospital and stuff. The the girl who whatever I guess there was cops there she got arrested they kick her out I had to go with my date uh, to the hospital she had to get stitches it really cracked her open she she needed about like, fourteen stitches to close it to close it in damn bro you man you you gave her a heavy medical bill man I gave her a heavy medical bill I felt bad but she had insurance and I said here man. Here's six hundred dollars. It's like why? Just just fucking take it. This is whatever. And the weird thing about it is, I thought it was over. We were still dating for like a year. Then all of a sudden, things didn't go. Our things went south, and we kind of parted ways. Damn, a year though. Yeah, that, it was pretty good. That's a hell of a first you know? date. I'll say that much. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Everything and stuff. And she joked around with it. She said, remember that time I got I got cracked in the head with your other date you're supposed to have? Yeah. Like, she jokes around like that. Well, I mean, at least you got a good year out of it. <laughs> yeah, same pussy, same this, and all that stuff. <laughs> Anyways, I got I to gotta, I gotta leave short. I got maybe five minutes left. Gotcha. So, uh, what's the future for the Squad and Solo podcast? Back up and running. That's what it's going to be. I mean, we're definitely going to do some Zoom episodes during the quarantine. That's the plan, at the very least. Um, I don't want to do it weekly. I want them to be special. I don't even know if I want them to be added to our number. Maybe we'll do like a, a separate name for the show, but on the same, obviously, in the same lineage. So if you subscribe, you'll just still get the episode. But we're gonna keep it going. You know, we're gonna we're gonna add some zeros to our listener count, and we just want to, besides grow our base and get better at what we do, we really want to get something so we can outreach to more people. We can so whether it's the party or something else, we really want to do something that's on the physical as well. The, Hell the yeah. SNS, the SNS, and Squad and Solos isn't just going to be an audio format, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your videos. I like what you do and stuff like that. And uh, I just want to say, uh, Edgar, man, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast and everything. 
I really enjoy this. And once this coronavirus is done, then I, I, I want to get you, Twiggy, and, and Barney, and we're going to have a good time just drink and talk shit. Dude. We'll do it, man. Let me know when. <laughs> uh, and uh, where can everyone follow you at? Follow, you know, don't even follow me. Follow, follow Squad and Solos. <laughs> follow, follow the Squad and Solos podcast. I'm sure it'll be in the in the bio or the description. But it's it's, right, spelled, it's it's phonetic. It's spelled how it sounds. But instead of and, it's an N. Squad in Solos. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I'll post all that stuff up. Uh, Edgar, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the podcast better. Um, follow me on Instagram at the Mega Man's Podcast or my personal page at Mega Man Six Ninety Zero. You can find this episode and my podcast and his podcast on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, everything, all the podcast platforms around and stuff like that. Once again, Edgar, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's Podcast. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for the invite, bro. It's been fun. Hell yeah. All right. We're out, guys. Later, Later man. Later.